Hello, I'm Jen Hale Christie, and you're listening to Preach Her, a podcast for people who love Jesus or are open to it. This is for people who go to church, serve in a church, don't go to church, used to go to church, got burned by a church, or got kicked out of a church. This is for people who consider themselves far away from the church, God, or both. For people who are disenchanted with organized religion, who have said no to church, I want to spark in them an imagination for how Christian community can be different from what they always thought or what they've experienced in the past. I want to share the good news for those for whom it hasn't necessarily sounded like good news, those who have been excluded and marginalized. If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. If you are part of the community that reads my blog, I want you to know that you've been on my mind lately. You've been in my heart as I consider what it means to be a minister at large in the world, untethered to an institution, but still deeply rooted in our Christian faith and my heritage in Churches of Christ. I've been wondering, what might it look like to continue to dwell in the Word and in the world on behalf of God's people and bring a Spirit-breathed Word? What might it look like to be a minister without a traditional church? What new shape might this calling take? It might look like a podcast. And this is not just any podcast, it's a preaching podcast. It will be unlike other podcasts uh, that are about preaching because I'm not preaching in a church every week and uploading the recordings for you to listen to. Instead, I'm actually crafting and curating sermons specifically for you, the podcast audience, and what I hope will grow to be a community. Did you know that there are literally no podcasts doing this right now? At least none that I could find. There are podcasts about preaching. There are podcasts to teach you how to preach. And there are podcasts that are just collections of uploaded sermons. But no one is doing this crazy thing that God has put in my heart to do. To write, to prepare, to dwell in, to pray over, and to deliver sermons just for you, an online podcast audience. And to a great extent, I mean, the shape of this thing is still being determined and will be determined based on the community that shows up and starts listening and provides feedback. So no one's done this thing, which makes it even scarier and more exciting at the same time. Here's what this podcast is not. It is not e-church online church, church light, or church substitute. My hope is that by listening closely to God's spirit and sharing that learning, this community of online listeners will be inspired to connect with God, with one another, and engage with a local communal expression of their faith. My mission is to share the good news of God's reckless, ridiculous, ever-forgiving and never-ending, border-crossing and wall-shattering, all-including love. The older I get, the more I realize that God's good news is so much bigger and so much crazier than I ever thought. My vision is to bring hope to those for whom church has meant rejection, those 
for whom church has been a place of pain and wounds, a place of feeling that they are not enough, that they are second class, that something in them, in their body is wrong or dirty or bad. My vision is to bring hope to these people, those for whom Christian has become a dirty word. To you, I want to echo God's emphatic yes. You who might have been told no by the church. Yes, actually, you are every bit as loved, wanted, included, and valued as every other person that ever was born and ever will be born. Yes, your voice matters and your body is to be honored and respected. Yes, you have been gifted with awesomeness that the world will never know if you don't bring it. So may this podcast breathe hope and life into the dark corners of your heart and may it inspire you to engage and re-engage in community in ways that you might never have thought of before, ways that you may never have felt free to before. You know, preaching is never just preaching. It's contextual, it's thick, it's layered, it's situated in a particular time and place for a particular people, and it's embodied. It's shaped by the particulars of the text and the particulars of the community and the particulars of the preacher. And I happen to be a woman preacher. So my vision is also to offer the voice and heart of one particular woman from Churches of Christ. If you're familiar with Churches of Christ, you may know that we have not historically been open to women in the preaching role. I mean, yes, we were in the very beginning of our movement, but then that went away and we never talk about that. And it's also ironic because um, we've just celebrated Easter and perhaps you were reminded, as I was, that it was actually women who were the very first preachers of the gospel and who are responsible for the fact that the gospel has been handed down for thousands of years now. But I digress. There are a growing number of churches of Christ that do fully include women and a growing number of seminary educated women waiting in the wings, just like I was dozens of whom who have received a profound call to preaching. And although there are dozens of women who have received this call to preaching in Churches of Christ, and there are more than two dozen Churches of Christ who are open to having a woman preach in their congregation, there are none, not a single one, that employs a woman as their full-time preacher. There are two that I'm thinking of who have a woman preaching half-time, and they're employed to do that. And that is wonderful. And I do not want to demean or diminish that at all. It's great. I'm glad they're doing that. But I do want to point out that there are no churches of Christ that have a full-time woman preacher. So that means many from our heritage don't get to experience sermons preached by women from our tradition on a regular basis. And I would guess that many or most in our churches across the country and across the world may have never even heard a woman preach, not once. Why does this matter? Well, there are more and more women who are discovering a gift and a calling to preach, and many churches are not really sure what to do with these women and with this situation. They have learned to look primarily at a few passages in scripture that seem to prohibit women from speaking, and they're not really sure how to get over that hurdle, what to do with those problem passages. 
That's one part of the problem, and it's a big one, but it's also one that numerous scholars have addressed for many, many years. There is a lot of good material out there on what to do with the quote-unquote problem passages. But there are at least two other things that need to be addressed here. The first thing is our hermeneutics, how we actually interpret scripture, how we approach it, the lenses that we are wearing, and kind of dismantling those so we can get at what the text is actually saying and not what we are bringing to the text, the preconceived notions, the things that we've been taught, the layers of culture and cultural understandings that we are laying on top of it, because we'll see it there. Whatever we're looking for, whether that is patriarchy and domination or mutual submission and equal status as humans before God. My friend Kendi DeLong, who's a professor at Pepperdine, has actually done some awesome work on this recently. And she has this beautiful metaphor where she talks about the forest and the trees and the mushrooms and that those kind of problem passages are actually the tiny little mushrooms. And we are missing the forest um, when we are looking at that micro level and we're starting, starting there and then interpreting the rest of scripture based on that. And instead, we need to step back, broaden our lenses and look at the whole of scripture, start in Genesis with God's ideal vision for humanity, for humanity's relationship with one another and with God. We start there, and then we read the whole text in light of that, and we arrive at a very different place. It's a beautiful um, work that she's doing, and I, I hope, I think, that one day she will be publishing it soon, and I hope you will check it out. Um, so that is issue number two that directly informs issue number one of like what we do with those texts. But then the third piece, which is the piece that I am hoping to address with this podcast, is related to our experience. And this actually came up for me um, in my dissertation research. So I completed a doctor of ministry um, four years ago in 2015, and my research was focused on fully gender-inclusive churches of Christ in America. So I asked um, about 25 churches that I knew of to participate in the study, and about half of them participated. And um, the two things that everybody did as part of their process, everybody cited like these two things were part of our process of moving from limited or no inclusion to fully including women in the life of the church. The two things were scripture. You know, they talked about scripture, they wrestled with it, they figured out a new way to read it. Um, and then the second thing was experience, that they experienced the giftedness of women, that women were gifted by the Holy Spirit. Um, and they were convinced, the people in these churches were convinced by the evidence of their own eyes and ears. And I think oftentimes um, that is the missing link. You know, we can get there theologically, mentally, psychologically. We can only go so far um, with just looking at the text and using our logic and reason and saying, now, what does this say? What does this mean? What do other people think it means? But then what do we do with it until we experience the giftedness of women, until we can witness that um, for ourselves, sometimes that is still a barrier because it's a you know an issue of comfort or, but this is the way I've always thought or been taught. And so we can get there theologically, but to actually get there in practice, we need to experience it. We need to sit there in the room while a woman preaches and see for ourselves that no one's being turned into a pillar of salt that, wait a second, maybe these passages that I was interpreting one way, maybe this thing that I always thought that God intended for women was actually not the case. Maybe the words spoken through the prophet Joel and repeated in the book of Acts, that the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon all people, men and women, young and old, slave and free. Maybe those words are actually true. 
And because experiencing that Holy Spirit giftedness is so critical, and most of our churches don't experience that on a regular basis, I wanted to create a space that would be freely available to anyone anywhere to experience that. And it won't only be from me, it'll also be from other women preachers in Churches of Christ um, and perhaps beyond. But my hope is that this uh, podcast would be a gift and a ministry to the church, not only to Churches of Christ, but also um, to other churches who are needing to hear the voices of women um, preach the word of God, and for the women themselves who have been gifted and called to preach. I mentioned earlier that my vision is to bring hope to those for whom church has meant rejection, and many of those people are women, so you see how these two pieces are connected. There are also people with very different circumstances, leading them outside of the church, causing them to consider leaving the church. If you find yourself with one or both feet out the door today, may you find hope in the God who doesn't stay in the temple, but instead goes with you out into all the world. May you find hope in the God who delights in you, God's beloved creation. May you find hope in the God who has gifted you uniquely and tremendously and is eagerly watching as you share your gifts with the world. For those who like to know the plan, I'm going to preach through the first season, probably mostly staying in the story of Jesus and what those first Jesus followers did through the power of the Holy Spirit, recorded in the two-volume collection of Luke Acts. And after that, I'll be inviting women to submit their sermons for publication here. If you would like to preach on this podcast, or you have a recommendation for someone who should be on here, please shoot me an email at jenhalechristie at gmail.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, please rate and review us on iTunes because that helps others to find us. I have to mention that although there aren't tons of opportunities for women to preach in our tribe, just a couple weeks ago at Harbor, the Pepperdine Bible Lectures, my friend Sarah Barton delivered one of the most powerful sermons I have ever heard. And I'm not the only one who thought so, evidenced by the crowd of us who couldn't stop clapping because we didn't know how else to respond until the song leader finally cut us off by starting a song. And the crowds and crowds of people waiting to share with Sarah how personally impactful her sermon was. And the crowds and crowds of emails and texts that have poured in to her from around the country. If you haven't had a chance to listen yet, check it out on the Pepperdine Bible Lectures podcast. I'm grateful to Mike Cope and Rick Gibson and others for making space um, for women's voices to be heard like this, and not only making space in the moment, but for also recording them and providing them freely so that all can hear. That's it for us here today, but we'll see you on the next episode of Preach Her, a podcast for people who love Jesus or are open to it. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Mm